What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. And they use this 
to confuse people. They'll say, well, the vast majority of Americans agree that billionaires or, or people who make $10 million or more a year should be taxed at like a 90% tax rate. And that's just, that's just immoral for a whole multitude of reasons. First off, taxation is theft, plain and simple. We didn't have an income tax until 2013, not 2013, 1913, excuse me, 100 years too late. And it was, it was instilled by the Woodrow Wilson uh, administration, and we weren't supposed to have that. It was supposed to be, you know, some sales tax and on certain goods, but that was supposed to be it. The federal government and state and local governments were supposed to be lean. A lot of the infrastructure things were supposed to be handled by the constituents. If a municipality wanted to upgrade the roads, tunnels, the bridges, whatever the case may be, they were supposed to go to the people, present the plan and a budget, and then the people would get the vote, whether or not they wanted X percent of their income to go towards that, or X percent based on wherever they lived. Now we're getting taxed, you know, when you add everything up, most people are getting taxed between 40 to 50 percent of their total income. If you add everything up, income tax, sales tax, hidden taxes everywhere, you look at your cable, your cell phone bills, and all these other things, some million taxes, local, state-based, it's just not good stuff. And the fact that she's completely trying to upheave our way of life and government mandate and coerce what people, what energy sources people use and what transportation modes people use is ridiculous. It's going to thrust us further and further into debt. The president addressed this in the State of the Union, saying if we just continue to spend and spend and spend without any regard for what's going to happen to us, look at what happened in Venezuela. Now, we have a lot of work to do on that front. And unfortunately, uh, a negative that I will say about the president is that the budget has not gotten smaller. In fact, it's gotten larger. He signed a couple of large omnibus packages. And while, yes, he has cut government agencies and regulations, which is a great thing, um, there's plenty of work to do in the form of we need to reform entitlements and benefits um, and pensions in, in particular. There are a lot of funds that people have grown accustomed to receiving that they should not. Democrats are up in arms right now about how to do Tax law, the, the new tax code and tax laws that were instilled, tax cuts that were instilled, um, a lot of people are not getting nearly the same types of tax refunds that they've been accustomed to under the Obama administration or even in the last 15 to 20 years. And, I mean, that sucks, but at the same time, just like we talked about during the government shutdown, no one should be dependent on a tax refund. You shouldn't. If that's really going to be a major source of income and going to give you the ability to spend on something that you need, then that's not good. Then, then there are other ways to get that income, whether it's side hustle or something like that. But conservatives don't want to be victims. They don't want to be dependent on government. And that's what the Democrats want. It's become more and more apparent to me, not just since the state of the union, but since we started this group, since I started talking to many of you and even our founders, and having deep conversations with on and off air. And it's true. They want people to be dependent. They want to give them free stuff. They'll entice them with free stuff. There are funny videos of guys like Ami Horowitz asking people, are you for Medicare for all or free education for everybody? And, of course, ignorant people who don't know any better who are just listening to the name, like Medicare for all or healthcare for all, of course they're going to say, yes, I'm on board with that because insurance costs a ton of money right now if you want to get even and then he asks, okay, do you know what that entails? And outside of saying, well, 
you know, we don't have to pay when we go to the doctor or to a hospital. That's all they know. But they don't realize that that's, you know, in order to fund this, not only are we going to put our nation into further debt, but we're going to tax people more, which is probably not going to hurt anybody's financial situation in this country. And if you look at the list of Democratic nominees for president, it's, it's very alarming. You know, let's go over some of the main ones. Kamala Harris, we talked about her before. She slept her way to the top, unabashedly. She's not apologizing. You know, she doesn't need to apologize, you know, whatever works. But, you know, for someone who's trying to act like she's going to empower women and check off that checkbox on the intersectionality scale, that's not a good look. The fact that you got your big break by sleeping with a man who was married 30 years your senior and literally used him to get to where you are now. She's lied constantly about what she would do based on a prosecutorial record. And she's just not, and she's going further and further to the left when we all know she doesn't believe in half the crap that she's feeling. But again, because of these primaries and because the people come out to vote in the primaries tend to be more into politics, the people on the left tend to be increasingly more and more radical. So they want these socialist welfare policies put into place. So that's why almost all of them are, are talking about major tax increases, especially among the rich. They're talking about uh, this Green New Deal. They're talking about you know, health care for all, Medicare for all, and edu- free education for everybody. But nothing is free. And, of course, they always hide behind that. And, they, and like I said, they use statistics saying most people are behind it. Most people being polled don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just know free stuff. I want it. They don't think about how it gets paid for. But any common sense adult human being, regardless of your political affiliation, realizes nothing is free. And if I'm not paying for it directly out of my own pocket, then where is it coming from? And it's not and it's not like a Larry Sharp type of idea when he was running for governor, where he said, you know, for these bridges to help with the infrastructure and to raise state revenue without taxing the crap out of residents, instead of taxing the residents, we have naming rights. We have the Staples Bridge instead. And Staples not only has to pay X amount of money that we would expect to get from taxpayers more often than not, but then they would also have to take care of the bridge. So whenever there are potholes and things of that nature, they take care of it. Domino's is doing that for their business. They paid over a billion and a half dollars a year or two ago and they started doing this. And so like parts of the country where they were having more and more issues with drivers, you know, and, and them losing out on money because their drivers' cars would hit potholes, the roads are terrible, the cars would fall apart, and the deliveries wouldn't be made. They'd have to issue refunds and they'd lose money. They'd made money because of this. And they've done a better job in half the time than a lot of these public sector companies because they're hiring the best of the best. They're investing in their business's ability to succeed and simultaneously in the communities. That's why capitalism is such a beautiful thing. But the Democrats want you to believe that you can't be dependent on yourself. Nobody should go hungry. Nobody should go without health care. Nobody should go without this. Everything is a right. Not everything is a right. Bernie Sanders, another guy who's going to throw his hat into the ring, you know, a guy who's definitely way over the hill and easily insane, who amounted to nothing the first 50 or so years of his life before he got into public office. This guy thinks that everyone needs material things in order to live prosperously, and that's not true whatsoever. He thinks that everyone should be dependent on the government, the government should provide for its citizens. The guy honeymoon, you saw that video a week or two back of him shirtless, drunk on his quote-unquote honeymoon in Russia in the 1980s. 
when this guy's a quack. He has no idea what he's talking about. And he has no idea how we're going to pay for everything. And like it was not Senator Ocasio-Cortez, Evan said it, and a lot of conservative pundits have said it, and it's true. Um, how are we going to pay for it? Because we have to. You know, the world's going to end in 12 years if we don't do that. By the way, the more I've looked into global war, that was one of the issues I was ignorant about. The more I've looked into global war, the more I've seen that, yes, temperatures have risen and fallen over the course of human history. The magnetic poles have realigned multiple times throughout the course of the Earth's history. And we might be going through a warming period. And some of the best scientists agree that all of our CO2 emissions only amount to about 3% of the total rise in temperature. So it has little to nothing to do at this point. And when it comes to renewable energy like the Cortez's Green New Deal, the best way to get renewable energy to work is to allow the private sector to continue to thrive and not place restrictions on people. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforallocasions.com. Trying to get um, 
you know, industrial workers and people who are working on assembly lines. That's not a thing anymore. We got robots and technology for that. You know, and, and it all it is is indoctrination. That's all it is. I realized that early on in my uh, educational process. There was a there's a spin. And one of my earliest memories with education in college, writing a paper on immigration, going into it thinking I'd be pro illegals and letting them all in. Because, you know, I, I knew people and I worked with people who were illegal at jobs I had as a teenager and I came across them throughout my formidable years. And then the more I looked into it, the more I realized it was wrong, it was an infringement on our citizens, and that a lot of taxpayer money, as we're going to see with the Dream Act here in New York State, is going to go to people who are not obeying our nation's sovereignty and our laws, and that people paying into the system get nothing out of it while they get all the benefits. It's a disgrace. And I got a C on a paper because, you know, I decided to defy liberal logic, which is non-existent. So, you know, you got Kamala Harris. I mentioned. You got Elizabeth Warren who wants to have this crazy tax that a lot of the Democrats are on board with. Nobody's going to do that. You think, you think any real donors, whether they're Democrats or not, are going to support being taxed with the 90%? I mean, of course, they're wealthy enough where they're going to hire the best attorneys, the best accountants to make sure that that doesn't happen to them. Or they're going to leave. As we're seeing in New York State, where we lost 84,000 more people than we took in last year, people with the money and the means, and they see they're losing more and more money to the state and local governments every year when they're getting less and less and less in return, they leave. They get up and leave. That's what happened in Venezuela. And we don't want to follow that that direction. The president said in his speech, and I quote, this will never be a socialist nation. So we can't go by these programs. And we still already, at present, have many socialist type of welfare programs and safety nets, which honestly, for the most part, are not a good idea. I think there's certain ones you can keep and there's certain, uh, in, in its capacity as is, and there's certain ones that you can keep in a more restrictive and limited capacity where people have to meet more criteria and they have to have more of a proof of burden to show that they, they're deserving of those funds. But for the most part, I think we need to be more self-dependent and self-sufficient as a society. That's just the way it is. We can't be dependent on the government to give us our pension and social security. I'm sorry, but if you're a Gen X or older, you're not seeing that money. So we have to start making preparation. The people who are older, they can get it. Apparently that fund doesn't run dry until the mid-2030s. So let them get what they want, what they receive, and we have to establish, and this is up to economists and people much smarter than you or I, to determine, okay, what, how old from that age down do we have to start telling people, listen, you're not getting Social Security, so you're going to have to figure out other ways to get your retirement fund. And that's it. We have to cut back on entitlements, big time. We have to cut back on welfare programs like Medicare, Medicaid, big time. If we want this country to survive and not go the route of Venezuela, we're going to have to. Because if we continue going with this giant government spending on both sides, like I said, the, one of the areas I'm not happy with with the president is that our budget's gotten bigger. He's allowed it to get bigger. And he's refused to touch entitlements. Every president is terrified of touch entitlements and benefits. We can't be. And what the Democrats want to do is they want to add and add and add, make people more and more dependent. It's not a good look. You know, and on top of, obviously, Elizabeth Warren's credibility is saying that she never used her American Indian heritage to get to the top. Meanwhile, a couple of days ago, it leaked that during one of her application processes to become a law professor, she used American Indian under the ethnicity box. Why? Because... 
They gave her a leg up. And she had no proof. Clearly, because I heard stories about my mommy and poppy and high cheekbones. Come on. Seriously? That's what you got? She's completely discredited. She's not going anywhere. Cory Booker's a grandstander. I haven't talked about him in detail the other day earlier in the weekend. It's true. He's a grandstander. He's done nothing. You know, he's come from humble beginnings. You can respect him for that. But And he came into politics with a good attitude. He wanted to reach across the table, be more bipartisan, form relationships with people on both sides. But he realized when he wanted to be somebody, like we talked about with Steve Dace on our interview two Tuesdays ago, that he was not ever going to become a presidential nominee or anything unless he decided that he would have to embrace the radical left and the very vocal minority in the Democratic Party. And so he has. And he's still making an ass of himself the other day, questioning questioning incoming folks on, uh, I, I forget who it was and what specifically he was asking. He was asking about gay marriage. And if, he, and if the person thought it was immoral, she said no. And that he knew that she was a pretty religious woman. And in a, a lot of religions, if you're religious, which is one of the wrong reasons that I'm not, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't have judgment on religious people. They can think what they want just like I can. That's the way conservatives are. You live your life and you think the way you want, and I live mine and I think the way I want. We just don't infringe on our ability to do so. And, and he asked her, well, do you think it's a sin? Knowing that she was going to say yes. She didn't say yes. She tried to talk her way around it. But it's just grandstanding. He did it during the Kavanaugh hearings. His tears of rage. This is his Spartacus moment. He's a clown. Ever talked about one time when he cut back on the fire department's funding when he was mayor in New Jersey. I think he was of Newark in New Jersey. And he ran through a burning building. And yes, that's very heroic that he ran and tried to help people. But in a way, it's grandstanding because had he not cut funds, Maybe he wouldn't have had to run in there. Maybe they would have been staffed enough and had the, the, enough equipment to to ward off the fire. Maybe that would have happened. You know, he's a grandstander. He's fake at this point, And you can't take him seriously. He's Spartacus. You can't take him seriously. Just like you can't take that show seriously. And then lastly, we get to if Joe Biden, who I think would have the best shot, because he'll get down in the mud with Trump and he, you know, I don't think he would win. I don't think he would win, but I think he has the best shot if he decides to run. You know, Beto O'Rourke, I don't even take seriously because he hasn't even won anything. He lost to Ted Cruz, who I like Ted Cruz personally. The more I've learned about his constitutional leanings and his, his law practice and all these things, and everything he says is common sense, but he doesn't have a lot of charisma. And that's why I think he had a tough time against Beto, because Beto, just like Ocasio-Cortez, has charisma. But Beto's a fake, too. He's one of Hispanic, and he pretends that people called him Beto, even though he was barely Hispanic. <laughs> he's, he's pretty much a white Irish guy, pretending to be Hispanic. And he, you know, he went further and further to the left when, when push came to shove, because a lot of Californians and a lot of people from here and a lot of people from states that they're heavily taxed and they're losing more and more of their rights, where there's more and more red tape, they're moving and they're going to Texas. They're going to other states that have more economic freedom. But the problem is, they don't understand politics. They don't understand that voting in Democrats is almost always going to yield a high, uh, you know, a higher tax code. It's going to yield more tax. It's going to yield higher prices, higher living expenses, and a crappier job. 
it's never good to vote in a Democrat. Rarely should you vote for a Democrat. There are very few in the history of our country that were worth voting for. And so a lot of them in the major cities in Texas, just like we have the issue here, in the major, you know, highly populated areas of this state, they support Andrew Cuomo. Why? Because they're ignorant. Democrats vote the party line. Evan says this all the time, and it's true. Democrats vote the party line. And they did. And they are. And then you're going to see it's going to infringe on taxes. It's going to create more red tape in these free states. And it's only a matter of time before those states go the way that our state has, that California has, and that many others are struggling with that are going bluer and bluer and bluer. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But getting back to Joe Biden, you know, this guy is a big flip-flopper. You know, he's likable. You give him that. Again, he's a tough guy. He can get down in the mud with Trump, and he has no problem going low when Trump goes low. And it's a fair fight, in my opinion. But also with Biden, the dude's a pedophile. You hear him? You see these hot mics that he does when he did these appearances when he was vice president? I mean, it's kind of gross, some of the things he said to these girls. And that's not made up. You know, a lot of Democrats are like, no, that's made up. That's not made up. That's his voice. Are you serious? It's all over the place. So, from so many different outlets, some left-leaning, some right-leaning, some that are neutral, that just, like, this is gross. And it is gross. And that's going to come back to bite him. And that's something that, if he does declare that he's going to run, and he becomes a front runner, that's something that has to be exploited. Among other things, a big flip-flopper, he's a grandstander as well. He is more moderate, so he's, he's a lesser evil, and he's, pro- and he's more appealing, I think, than, you know, an Elizabeth Warren is going to be, or Bernie Sanders is going to be in the primary. And we'll see how Kamala Harris and Cory Booker shape their policies as, you know, if they move up the ranks, so to speak, further and further and further towards the Democratic nomination. But it's all scary stuff. And you know Pelosi, she's like 80 years old. She's on her way out. Chuck Schumer is on his way out. And these are terrible people. You're you're Nancy Pelosi always trying to quote the Bible, making up Bible verses to suit her narrative. Trying to use the Bible to suit her narrative. When in fact the Bible is not okay with abortion. The Bible is not okay with a lot of the policies and the stances that the Democratic Party is taking. She's a fake. She's a fraud. But when she goes, who's going to replace her? A darling of the Democratic Party, Ocasio-Cortez, someone more radical? Because the younger they get, the more radical they get. There aren't too many young congressmen or women who are on the left who are not radical. Very few. Because most people with common sense, they're conservative. Most people who know anything about history, about politics, about economics, you don't have to know a lot about any of those things. Or even if you know a little bit about each, you're a conservative. Evan has a great little litmus test that he asks people when they, they talk out of their ass. You know, do you want the government to take more or less of your money? Almost all the time people say no. Do you want the government to be more or less involved in your life? Less. You're a conservative. <laughs> You're a conservative. Do you think the government handles things better than a private company or even you personally would? No. You're a conservative. Most people are. They just don't know it. And most people, they're sheep. They'll blindly follow what CNN, CBS, NBC tells them to think. 
without any regard for the truth. And it's literally, for a lot of them, it's, it's complete reformation and redistribution of their beliefs. And sometimes we can go too far on the right, and, you know, I, I, I shouldn't even say right, center right or right. We can go too far in that regard as well sometimes. We get hysterical too. We're all human beings. We're all emotional people. We're a little less emotional. Very few things. Property rights, personal rights, right to life. Those are things that... Sorry, I'm driving and someone's an idiot. Uh, those are things that we all hold dear. And that we do get emotional about because that's what our founding fathers wanted for us. For our parents and grandparents, and they want for our children, and our children's children. That's what they wanted for the, for the citizens of this country. And the Democrats are attacking that more and more and more. And we need to stop it. We need to stop it. None of these candidates that they're throwing out are good for the country. They're dangerous. All of them are dangerous. Many of them are political opportunists. So maybe half of what they say isn't worth a damn, and they would never actually enact those policies. But none of them have a shot at beating Trump if they continue to spew what they're spewing. But again, this may just be to show up the base to keep them in the race longer. And as time goes on, they know they need to go more towards the middle. They may cut, they may go off and say, you know what, Medicare for all, maybe it's not a, the best idea. Free education, maybe it's not the best idea. All these entitlement and welfare programs, maybe they're not the best idea. I'm not willing to take that chance. You see it in the state, too. In just two weeks. Two weeks. They passed the DREAM Act, they passed the Reproductive Health Act, and they passed the SAFE Act, too. In two weeks. And trust me, before 2020, there's a lot more where that came from. So huge slaps in the face to us. Not just as conservatives, but as human beings. As citizens of this once great state. And we need to take it back. So, guys, if you can, help us out. There are a few ways you can do that. First, like I said in the beginning, please subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or on YouTube, depending on how you're adjusting this. And leave us a five-star review where applicable. It really helps us. We're trying to attract sponsors. We're in talks with some pretty big ones. Um, we're back and forth right now in terms of negotiations. So, hopefully, we can bring you some exciting news soon in that regard. But the more you can watch and tune in and the more that you can subscribe and leave us reviews, that really helps. Also, if you can consider just a small monthly donation, $5 a month is all we ask. It comes out to $60 for the entire year. You get a Don't Let Fear Take Your Freedom wristband. You'll get access to our mailbag every Friday. Evan and I do a show every Friday. Sometimes we have guests on. You'll get access to the guests if we have them on. Or you can mention topics or questions you want us to cover. Sometimes it's not current events and stuff in the news. It's stuff that's unexpected but should be covered. So you let us know and we'll get to it because guess what? You help us, we help you. That's the way it works. And if you can do a one-time donation every year, a $50 annual donation, not only will you get the wristband, not only will you get access to the mailbag every Friday, but you'll also get a, an Empire Second Service Network hoodie. It has our logo on the front, your name and number on the back, like a sports jersey, and it runs from sizes small to 5XL. So regardless of how big or small you are, you can fit into it. And they're awesome. You can see the images on our page and on our website, EmpireSecondServerNetwork.com. But guys, thanks so much for tuning in tonight. This is Pete. Evan and I will be coming back at you tomorrow night. Have a great rest of the night, everyone. Talk to you tomorrow. 
Hey everybody, it's Evan with Empire State Conservative Network. If you like this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave us a five-star review. Also, please follow us on social media on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Parlay at Empire State Conservatives. If you'd like to help us improve our shows, you can donate through our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash donate. We also have some merchandise that will be coming to you soon from our website. If you'd like to work with us in any capacity, please feel free to email us at GetRedPill76 at gmail.com. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.